This episode of Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, all you have to do is go to squarespace.com and use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm not entirely sure if that's a compliment. I want to take it as one. I was very surprised. I have to say, I was I was shocked. I did not expect that to happen. You were you were surprisingly good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this surprises you so much. Because, Greg, I know you, and I see you walk around in life, and I see how clumsy you are and everything, and I would not have believed that you would have actually been as good at that <laughs> as you were. Well... It was I, impressive. I, I was impressed. I do still have half of a lake lodged in my sinuses, so it's not entirely that good. <laughs> Sounds like you said a leg. Oh, lake. 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 <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Exterlin. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon, and then available via podcast wherever cyberwebs wait wait oops i messed that up on the cyberwebs wherever podcasts can be found Trill. damn it damn it i almost had that i'm not going to even go into that you have to listen to a previous episode <laughs> to explain that um but yes funemploymentradio.com thank you so much for tuning in and i want to say hi to mitch not martin who gave me that idea i called him martin his name is mitch okay all right, all right. that is a reference to yes. our last episode uh-huh. um Thank you so much. Yes, we do have a fantastic show lined up for you today. We are going to be joined by, in just a little bit, by Mr. Alex Falcone. And Alex and Bree Pruitt, who Fun Employment Radio listeners know, they do a uh, combined show um, at the Secret Society at Secret sometimes. Society, yes. And, and all kinds of other things. Like Alex Falcone is uh, a good friend of most people, a lot of people in the comedy community. And he's just one of those people that we've always known on the periphery. And everyone's like, oh, you guys know Alex. You have to know Alex. And we have only met Alex one time, and it was when we were all, let's just be honest, drunk at Bridgetown Comedy Festival well, and we were hanging out with W. Kamau Bell. Let's not put him into that because I don't know if he was. He was drunk. Okay, well, I do have, <laughs> I, I will, when he comes on, I have the audio from that because we attempted to do some interviews at Bridgetown Comedy Festival oh, like boy. late, late night at the after party, like two in the morning. Because the after parties didn't start until like all the, you know, the venues were shut down. Yeah. Which means they started at like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um... I did listen to just a little bit of it, and I have to say, I do sound mildly festive, we'll say. Mildly festive in the uh, interview. Do I sound mildly festive as well? Yes, you do. Okay. Yes, you do. So when he comes in, we'll play part of our first never aired interview. Oh, does with he does Alex he know Morgan. that we're going to play it? No. Okay, because I didn't know that we were going to play he it. He has no idea. Okay. I just decided that right now. No, but honestly, like when we, such a nice guy, and we've we've been trying since Bridgetown to get him on the show, and we were like we've all just been like, yeah, let's just figure out a time, and then we all kind of forgot to get a hold of each other. Right. So now it's happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he will be joining us here in just a little bit, and we've got lots of other stuff for you. We do. Want remind everybody too about the bike gallery show on the go oh boy greg i'm excited so th- all the details are on our facebook page uh fun employment uh, facebook.com slash fun employment radio what we want you to do is send in your a picture of yourself on your bike and if you're or available next to your bike or hugging your bike whatever you'd like right a picture of yourself with your bike and uh send that in or post that on our page so you can send it to funemploymentradio at gmail.com you can uh send it to twitter at funemp radio or post it on our facebook page and we're seeking entrance to be part of the show on the go and what this is going to be. It's happening July 26th here in Portland, Oregon. It's just going to be, it'll be about a couple hours. 
And uh, we'll let you know the details if you win. It's going to be smooth sailing. Nothing, no, like, we're not going on a mountain trek or anything. Right. It's going to be a uh, bike tour of Portland, a very easy bike tour, a very beginner bike tour of Portland, uh, with Sarah and I being your tour guides as we take you around to a few different places. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And we want to see uh, everybody send in their pictures of their bikes. Big thank you to Bike Gallery. Of course, bikegallery.com, where you can pick up all of your biking needs oh. or any one of their six locations. Locations in the Portland area and go to bikegallery.com slash funemployment to get 10% off when you purchase that. And Which uh, is a big deal. My friend Heather actually just went and bought a bike there and she's just like, I don't know if you guys know how awesome of a deal this actually is. Because she said she went into the Woodstock location to buy herself a new bike. Uh-huh. Uh, the Woodstock location of Bike Gallery. And the guy at the counter when she was showing him the coupon, he's like, that's weird. And she's like, yeah, it's 10% off. He's like, we don't usually do coupons. I'm like, and she's like, yeah, this is what it is. And he checked and sure enough, this is like one of the only times that they ever have discounts, like coupons that you can actually use what's not some big kind of sale. Take advantage of yeah. that. So Take the employee advantage. himself was like, are you sure? Like he thought that Heather was trying to like pull the wool over his eyes or something. <laughs> so I mean, it is a it is a spectacular deal and it's rare and you should take advantage of it while you can. And that discount's available at bikegallery.com slash funemployment. You can even pull it up on your phone when you're in there and they'll scan the barcode. Uh, but yes, show on the go. Send in your picture of yourself uh, with your bike and enter for a chance to win and join us for that day. See, that's another thing that you're not very good at, Greg, like riding your bike. Sometimes you fall off of your bike, and that's just like riding in a straight line. Water skiing did not anticipate you being as good as you I were. have uh, possibly fallen off my bike a couple of times for no fault of the bike or the road or anything no, else. No other than me. fault of anyone's except for yourself. Maybe my foot slipped off a pedal for some reason, mm-hmm. or I forget how to steer or what brakes are. Yes, I have done that. Thank goodness I have a helmet. Um, but uh, just, just to reference what we were talking about at the beginning of the show before we go on with it. So yesterday, of course, we did take the day off. And uh, it's kind of it's rare that we take days off, so we, we kind of took advantage of this. And um, Sarah, myself, a few of our friends went down and went water skiing. My uncle, a very very nice uncle. Uh, okay, your uncle is like the coolest uncle ever. Like everyone, like people say, like, oh man, my uncle's pretty cool. Like he is a super cool guy. He's are pretty we, cool. Are, can dude. we call him his first name? Yeah, Joe. Uncle Joe. Yeah. Uncle Joe is the coolest motherfucking uncle I have ever met. Like <laughs> Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe, what is he? Uncle Joe is like mid seventies. Uncle Joe is seventy four. Uncle Joe is seventy four. Probably doesn't want me saying that on the air, but uh, well, he doesn't look it. it. No, it sure as hell doesn't act it. Yeah, I mean, so when we went water skiing yesterday, we went to I don't know what Central Oregon. Uh, no, no, we did not go to. Uh, we How went. Far, it felt far away. We went about an hour and a half south of Corvallis. We were in the coast coast range. So South Central Oregon. No, not neither of those would okay. be appropriate. But, All right, yeah. That's, okay. that's about where we were. Well, and so Greg's Uncle Joe is a is a very, very good water skier, and he had invited um, Greg and I and some friends to go down and, and go to a lake down there and uh-huh. go and learn the magic that is water skiing. Right. And spend some time in the sun, because it was supposed to be in the 90s uh, in Portland, which it was. Yes. And it is again already. Yes. In the studio. <laughs> so it is. it's, it's going to be toasty again. But went down there. Yeah, your Uncle Joe... I have never met anyone in my entire life who's 74 and can do 360s while water skiing. Oh, he puts anybody to shame. It is unreal. Yeah, no, it's, it's, there's, there's no way I've, I've never seen anyone better than him in person. 
on on water skis no. or wakeboarding. He or was like the coolest thing. Ever. And you know what? And that's what kind of surprised me too. It's like, see, I see seventy four year old Uncle Joe like doing three sixties. I'm like, what the hell is right. happening here? Yeah. See, I can't compare to that. Mm-hmm. I, I will. I am not on that level. But I, I'm not. I'm not too shabby. I I am not sure how I feel about you doubting me, even though I said. Oh, no, there was doubt because I saw your like after your uncle's doing that. I'm like, oh, okay. So Greg's just like, all right, yeah, I think I'm ready for my turn. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be so embarrassing. <laughs> he probably. I mean, I, I guess I've, I've seen pictures of you doing it before so i know you know what you're doing kind of i thought mm-hmm. that maybe like the picture like the one or two pictures that i've seen was like the one time that you actually got up onto the water skis mm-hmm. and you were able to do it but lo and behold <laughs> Wait a minute. i will <laughs> i must say for the record greg knows how to water ski yeah and he can do it well yeah it was weird yeah it was weird i'm not too shabby no, it's like watching a dog play basketball or something. It just doesn't make <laughs> sense. It's like, I, don't, I didn't think that you would have the ability to be able I to I have do that. some athletic abilities. Also, mm. I think it helps that I'm short, lower center of gravity, so I can, I can, I can do it maybe a little bit better. I will say that because my brother, he's, he's a very good athlete, but uh, he's tall and he's not as good at water skiing. And I think that's... not that low center of gravity, I right? I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. I think gangly limbs, they, they kind of are, are a curse sometimes. Uh, but yeah, I. I That's am, the one okay. time that they're a curse is when. <laughs> one time they're a curse, yeah. <laughs> is when water skiing. Greg, you know what Greg gets? Water skiing <laughs> over his tall brother. Yes. I'll take it. I'll take it. I will not beat him in basketball or most other things, but that's again. Uh, so yeah, it, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I will say I want to give Sarah credit. So going down there. I know I love in the live chat funemploymentradio.com slash live uh, which if you are Greg live Greg is the uh, airbud of water sports somebody's saying that uh, <laughs> Bean also says Greg can do stuff just doesn't make sense wow <laughs> uh, feeling great about myself there no I have to say honestly Greg like water skiing is a coordinated thing to do like and I found out yesterday like how hard it actually is it's yes. difficult to like try and deal with the wakes on the water and like whether like what you know like if all the different directions, the waves. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. You know, like the right. waves are coming in different directions, uh-huh. and there are different boats going around. There, water gets like a little choppy sometimes. There's some choppiness. I, I just, I was impressed. You should take Thank that you. away from it. I, I was will impressed. Take that. I will take that. I was impressed that you that you did so well. All right. Well, it's my yeah, one. And you thing. looked like you knew what you were doing. And your uncle Joe actually gave you some accolades when he was on. He's like, wow. He's like, Greg's Greg's actually doing pretty good. <laughs> he's like, he's really great. I think I'm going to be ready to teach him some tricks the next time. <laughs> so he thinks that you might be trick worthy. I I I would be willing to try some tricks. I mean, I would uh, I would attempt that. I well, I did kind of attempt that. That's that's the thing. I also. Learned my limits yesterday. Mm-hmm. Says I can. I know. That, I know this sounds. This may sound boring. So I realized. I, I know it was funny when we brought it up to our friend Derek, who happens to be uh, Native American. Mm-hmm. He's like, "What is it with you white people and like water skiing and water things? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a white people thing." I'm like, "Oh yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know if that is or not." But there uh, were a lot of white people. There's a lot yesterday. of white people that go. A boat. lot of white it's people on a lot much. of boats and a lot of skidoos or skidoos or they're called. A lot of inner tubes yeah. with white people in them. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of stuff. It kind of is. Mm-hmm. It kind of is. Well, I too. So I was just like, well, t- Greg can do this water skiing thing. Surely it can't be that difficult. <laughs> oh, man, was I wrong. Water skiing, by the way, is is hard, okay? It's like really hard. I didn't realize how difficult it actually Well, I mean, I did realize how difficult it would be, but then I didn't realize how terrifying it would be when you're like 30 feet behind a boat with these giant skis that might be a little too big for you attached to your feet, floating there on your back in your life jacket, holding onto this rope, like getting... Oh, it still hurts to put my arms up. Yeah. Just demonstrating that. Yeah. Like getting ready for the rope to get taut and then for you to get pulled going, you know, 25 miles an hour. Right. 
Fuck, that was scary. Yeah. Uh, I'm posting a picture of myself water skiing. Okay, yes. In the, the chat. I will give you credit. You did get in the water, and this was despite the fact Sarah Sarah's not much of an outdoorsy type person. I'm outdoorsy. Well, as far as you didn't do this kind of like camping, you were newer to I this like kind sw- of thing. No, I camped my things. whole life. Maybe not the way that you call camping. Like, I don't like walking into the fucking wilderness with, like for two or three days with no communication. I've camped my entire life. I come from a camping family. Maybe not like going on the rough terrain of Alaska and having bear bells and stuff, but no, I've camped. I've always played sports. I like riding my bike. I just don't really... I haven't really participated in water sports. I guess you're a bigger fan of water sports than I am, Greg. Yes, I see where you're going with mm-hmm. that one. Well, no, I- however, I am outdoorsy. I just don't like hiking. Hiking is just walking but uphill and you get really hot and there's no point to it. I like going for runs. I think that removes any kind of definition that you can give your, of yourself as being outdoorsy if you hate hiking. That's like the most basic. I like the walking. The most basic. About, that's what hiking is. I guess so. I mean, if I'm hiking to some place for a point, I mean, we've talked about this before. If I'm hiking to a place, like if I'm going camping and we're hiking to a camping spot, that's one thing. Hiking to stand on top of like a hill and be like, oh, wow, that's pretty. And then hiking back down, that's boring to me. <laughs> I find that pointless. I like doing things that have a point to them. Okay. To me, that has no point. Well, that, so okay. I, I, I know I resent you saying that I'm not outdoorsy All because right. I am just because I haven't had access to lakes and boats and water skis. Fair enough. Fair my enough. Whole life. No, that's true. I just what I was getting at though was the fact that you know since you well now I don't know how to say it because either way you're going to get offended. But it was kind of funny making up things that could possibly be in the lake to tell Sarah Lakes before she jumped in the, out. before she jumped in the water. You're afraid of things underwater. I don't like things that I can't see. I, I am. I have a fear of it. Like I when I saw all those reeds around the side of the lake mm-hmm. because I've I have a fear of things under the water that shouldn't be. I have also seen way, way, way too many Horror movies where people like chain people up in reeds in the bottoms of lakes where like there are like dead girls floating amidst the reeds. And that's what I think of the reeds. And that's what I think about. I'm like, oh, something's going to like grab my ankle. Like I'm going to be swimming and all of a sudden I feel my feet brushing on like the algae or whatever, like whatever it is Uh underneath. And there's like all of a sudden my foot brushes along like a dead hand and it's some like girl that's been shackled under there for like a couple of years. This is what you're picturing. This is what I am. I don't like things. I don't, I don't like. Being in water that I can't see what's underneath me. It freaks me out. Yeah. So that way, I had to really push that out of my head yesterday. And we were kind you of making did up not things. help that. <laughs> we did warn you, you know, about, of course, lake sharks and then also... The, you didn't get me with lake sharks. Well, but there is, you know, the fear of the, the barracudas that do live in the, in the lakes of Oregon. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll come in there and they're kind of like trapped in there and so they don't have a lot to eat. And so they'll kind of go for whatever the first thing is. But usually just like the feet... You know, something like that. So if you feel like something brushing against, like pull your feet up really quick because it could be they, – they could go for a toe or they could go for, you know, the whole foot. Generally, you'll survive. Um, but, you know, there's things like that that you have to worry about in lakes in Oregon, like uh, predominantly. And there's also people that have released piranhas into the water. But, you know, all those things. You see that happen. You know, I, you see like a cow get skeletonized like really quick on the side. But then you know at least you're safe where you are. And so these are uh, these are things you have to worry about. Okay, you're funny. Yeah, so it's things like yeah, that. Yeah, so that yes. was all freaking me out. So I'm like sitting there, dragging around. So I tried water skiing. I did try. I tried four times uh-huh. water skiing. I did try four separate times before I had so much water in my nose that I couldn't like. And it hurts to hold the the pole thing or the bar, the pole bar thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, at the fourth time, I had like water up my nose and couldn't do it anymore. I'm like, all right. And then I did try to wakeboard one uh-huh. time as well. Yes. Twice. Right. And that hurt. That yeah. was very painful. Well, I'm proud of you for trying. That's the important thing here. 
The important thing is you did try. You I tried did something try. new and scary for you, and you, you gave it a it shot. It was scary. You did great for your first time. You know, I will say that. You, you, did, uh, you, did, you did well for your first time. Well, so, thank you. you. I, I'm proud Thanks, of Greg. I am proud of you as well. Thank it's, you. You know, I'm not mildly. I tried. I didn't really. As soon as we got on the boat, I didn't want to. I'm like, oh god, what did I get myself <laughs> into? But that's also why I liked your uncle Joe because he's like, no, nah. he's like, you're gonna do it. Just do it. You'll regret it if you don't. Just go on. It's not scary. See, he's like, it's just water. So you no, know, you can't. You don't have the skill of being able to give it. See, I'm just like, all right, he's right. It's just water, and he's so cool. <laughs> I want to make Uncle Joe proud. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did it, and so uh, that is uh, that is that is impressive. That is good for you. Okay, you tried something you. new. I That's the important lesson new. here. That's the lesson we've learned. Always mm. try something new. I don't know what that. I'm not. I'm not again. I was. Good. I'm. I'm not too bad at it. So that kind of makes it better. Oh yeah. All right. No. I know why. Now I know why you like it so much. Yeah. Like it's something that you're actually semi good at. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm too old to try new things. I just <laughs> I just do what I already know and then uh, tell people. So I'm going against everything that I just said. Um, all right. Should we do a little bit of World of Crazy before? Yes, Alex I have some stories. Us? Yes, before Mr. Falcone, Mr. which is Falcone. just like the coolest name. Yeah, he's, Falcone. Got a, he's got a good name going for himself. Should we just call him Mr. Falcone Mr. and see? Mr. Falcone. Not even call him Alex. Just like, Mr. Falcone. We're so happy to have you here. <laughs> but like, not let him know. We could. I think he would catch on, though. Also, Greg? Yes. I got some color yesterday. Yes, you are sunburned. I, I am <laughs> I'm a little red. Yeah. Well, hello, my friends. Oh, do I have some stories for you. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Hey, Greg. Did you know that next time you help somebody pick out some winning uh, lottery numbers for their lottery ticket and they win, you might, in fact, be able to collect some of the money if they win. Really? Yes. So this just happened. If you give somebody a suggestion? If you give someone a suggestion or, okay, so this is what happened. This happened in a place, uh, it's happened in York, England. So a judge in England has just ordered a lottery winner to split his jackpot winnings, which was almost $2 million with the waiter, or 2 million pounds, with the waiter who predicted the win. So this waiter had a dream one night that he was talking to his boss. Um, so he so he decided he convinced his boss to buy a lottery ticket after dreaming he was showing a, him a bunch of cash after they had won the lottery together. So this this waiter one that had this dream told his boss about it, pestered his boss for hours to go and buy lottery tickets. Okay. Because he had a dream that they won the lottery together. All right. So then the boss decided to go and buy some lottery tickets, uh, wrote down some numbers, win it, uh, bought some, turned them in. The numbers out. that the waiter gave him or numbers of his own? Yeah, so the numbers of his own. Okay. So he paid for the ticket and chose the winning numbers. However, since the waiter had dreamt about it, he felt that he was entitled to half of the winnings since he wouldn't have bought the ticket in the first place if he wouldn't have told him about his dream. Okay. Yeah. So when the waiter w- approached his boss about a bit, he's just like, oh, hell no, I'm not going to split the, min- the winnings with you. So he actually brought him to court, sued him, and the judge actually ruled on behalf of the waiter saying that because the plaintiff was a strong believer in the power of dreams, he interpreted his own dream to mean that they would win the lottery. And so then because the manager or the owner of the establishment believed it, that means that he too believed in the power of the dream. Therefore, he had to pay him half of the money. Huh. So I'm going to tell... I don't know. I'm going to tell everybody that I know who... Buys a lottery ticket, be like, oh, I totally dreamt that you won that last night. Right. That's apparently no, that's all you have you, to that's do. That's all you have to do. Because that doesn't, I don't know if I necessarily believe it. I think the right thing to do morally would be also, yes, to give him half the winnings. That morally, on that grounds. But legally, 
I don't know about that. That's like that great movie. It I could don't happen know. to you with Bridget Fonda and Nicholas Cage. I have no idea what you're talking about with that. But uh, so, I mean, if he, if the waiter had like gone in half with him and paid for it, or picked half of the numbers, or something like that, maybe then I could see where legally he would be owed half of it, especially if he paid for half. But I don't know. Yeah, no, he didn't pay for it, but this r- judge ruled because of their beliefs in the fact that the dream was real. Yeah. He got it. No, it was an awesome movie in the 90s, and then, Greg. Again, I'm not saying whether he should he should have given him money. Yeah. But legally Morally. enforced, I don't yeah. know. Well, in the movie It Could Happen to You, Greg, Bridget Fonda was uh, a down-on-her-luck waitress who was working at a restaurant, and Nicolas Cage came in, and he was a cop, and he didn't have enough money to tip her on his coffee, and he showed her the lottery ticket, and he's just like, hey, if I win this, we'll split it. Sure enough, he wins the lottery, and he stays true to his word, and he splits the winning lottery money with Bridget Fonda, and then they both are lottery winners, and then they fall in love. The end. Next up. 1990s Bridget Fonda or like 1990s no? Bridget Fonda. Okay, yeah, like, all super right. cute Bridget Fonda. Yeah, yeah. all right. Like I don't Bridget, even know what Bridget she looks Fonda like now. circa uh, Jackie Bri- Brown. Uh, Bridget Fonda circa like singles. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll take Jackie Brown Bridget Fonda too. All right, that there. That's that's my creepy. That was creepy. Yeah. I have an update. Thank you to our dear friends Norm and Katie from Texas. Who alerted me to this? Now, Greg, I don't know if you remember a couple months ago, maybe a month ago, the tale of. The serial pooper. Oh, in Houston? Yes, the serial pooper. Yes. Greg? They 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 supposedly... They, I have a conspiracy theory about this, too, because they said that they caught him, but Houston they didn't release. Houston police had made claims that they had caught the serial pooper. Yeah. However, it seems like maybe they caught dun, 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 the wrong man. Okay, did I not say when mm-hmm. that story came out that there was something wrong about that? Mm-hmm. Something smelled odd about that uh-huh. story. In Houston... And- in Houston, mm-hmm. the police are receiving phone calls. They received a couple of them from someone uh, saying that they have ha- they have a photo of a man who they saw defecating and walking around with toilet paper. Now, these policemen are backtracking, and they're now saying, well, okay, there's now a very good chance this might be the same guy. It is on the same street where it happened before. So police want to take a good look at the photo before they're going to say whether or not they caught the wrong serial So pooper. who have they framed? They never released who they actually well, caught right, or what's you. going on with that well, story. No, I'm no, telling no. you something. I've told you about this. So the man that they arrested was a, a mentally challenged Something's man. a little ripe about this story. No, no, no. So the, the man they challenged was like a, a mentally disabled man. Mm-hmm. He had some, mental, some serious mental mm-hmm. health issues. And they pinned it on him because he apparently they had asked him if he was the one that was doing it. And he said, maybe he said, like, oh, yes, I was doing it. Maybe he was confused. Maybe their words confused him. And he admitted to a crime that he did not commit. That story just stinks. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's something that's going on here. There's something There's something up. Yeah, so they said that they, they handled this back in May. However, it now looks that the serial pooper may still be on the loose. Mm-hmm. Finally, got a lot of Florida with trees news. And this yeah. is all from our sister to the north. This that's shitty. That sucks for that guy. Really, Greg? Out of Seattle, Washington. Our legal system's always backed up with these problems. Hey, we're not alone in Portland, Oregon. It looks like um, Seattle, too. There's no stranger to meth rampages that oh, happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, this happened in Seattle. This is uh, this past weekend. A Seattle couple called the police this past weekend after they returned to their condo after being out, only to discover that it looked like a scene from paranormal activity. Now, when they walked into their condo, the place was completely trashed, and their mail and clothing had been strewn throughout the home haphazardly. 
The unknown perpetrator had also smeared lotion on the door handles, removed the inner soles from all of their shoes, <laughs> screwed a single screw into a piece of scrap wood, and placed an upside-down can of paint on top of their toilet. You know what? I appreciate the randomness of this mm-hmm. of what this guy was doing because it, it's so confusing. I appreciate that kind of randomness just to like fuck with people. See, your ghost is a little more mellow. Like you, but your water bottle gets thrown across the room. They get you know the, the unknown perpetrator here is like smearing lotion on handles. Well, yeah, they out think all it's the, a. Well, they think it is. I yeah, know, but right. it's not. I know, but taking out all the insoles from their shoes is See, a pretty that's, odd. Thing. I I appreciate that kind of randomness. All right, so on, upon because it makes you think for a minute. Like, wait a minute, why the hell? What was wrong with the soles of It was of so random. So this person comes into their house, throws around their mail and clothes, smears lotion on the door handles, removes all the inner soles from their shoes, screws a single screw into a piece of scrap wood, and places an upside down, upside down pan of paint on top paint can of paint on top of their toilet. So after looking around some more, they discovered a purse with a 27-year-old woman's ID inside of it. Now the woman was nowhere to be found, so they decided fuck this shit and left their apartment. Uh, police returned. Okay, so the police showed up after the couple returned to their apartment back to the scene when they started hearing noises when they were doing a search around their apartment from under their bed. They looked up the sheets and lo and behold, there was the 27-year-old woman hiding underneath there appearing to be having a panic attack. Now, according to the Seattle Police Department, after they were finally able to get the woman out from under the bed, uh, she informed police that she had been on a meth rampage for several days and also had broken into another home around the block earlier that evening. Didn't say if she did the same lotion smearing, insole removing, screw screwing, upside down paint canning, can painting. I can't say paint can. Paint can. Pan can't. Can't pan. Paint can. Paint can. Mm-hmm. So she has been arrested and booked for investigation of burglary. Sounds like she was just pooped after all that. Just a little worn out. I think if we start to <laughs> not make sense in here, it's also exponentially getting hotter. I make perfect so you know. sense. I think it's maybe. I don't think you are. Seattle story number two. A Washington man has burned down his own home while trying to kill a spider that was running around his laundry room. <laughs> this happened. Wait, didn't this already happen? This happened earlier this month with a woman in Kansas. Now this has happened in Seattle, Washington, and this is coming out today. Yes, he torched his own home down while he was trying to kill a spider. Uh, Firefighters arrived on the scene after a man started the destructive inferno with a lighter and a can of spray paint. Now, the man initially attempted to battle the blaze himself after lighting his home on fire, but fled the home after the flames got out of control. Emergency crews initially had to fight the fire from a distance because there was live ammunition inside of the home as well. This guy is a genius, I tell you. Genius. And now where in Washington was this exactly? Uh, it just says in Seattle. Okay, in Seattle. Yeah, so emergency crews yeah, had to fight the fire from a distance. The fire was finally extinguished, but not before causing over $60,000 in damage. The Red Cross is finding temporary houses, uh, housing for the residents, who includes a man and his live-in girlfriend. It's unclear if the man is going to face uh, charges like the Kansas woman who attempted something similar earlier this month. Yes, I believe he should face charges. Yeah. I mean, I don't like spiders, but people are really taking it to a whole new level. Spider, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of spiders. If they aren't bothering me, I will let them go unless they're too big and scary looking. Then I'll, then I'll remove them. Mm-hmm. Actually, I won't remove them. I'll just squash them. Yeah, don't lie. I'll squish them. Squish, 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 squish. And finally, Washington State story number three out of Lakewood. Lakewood, Washington. This is hands down 
the best headline I have heard, heard uh, that I've read mm-hmm. in quite some time. Are you ready for it? Yes. At a Lakewood, Washington, this came out today. Headline reads: <sighs> Toothless man charged with gumming roommate's arm for not cleaning his ear. <laughs> I repeat, headline reads, Toothless man charged with gumming roommate's arm for not cleaning his ear. I have a few questions, but I'm going to wait until you can tell me the um, rest I of think the story it's, here. It's very, it's very cut and dry. However, I just, uh, I really like the headline. I felt like it was, it was real solid. Lakewood, Washington. A Washington man with no teeth has been charged with assault and malicious mischief after he allegedly gummed his roommate's arm after she told him that no, she wouldn't clean out his ear for him. <laughs> <laughs> so the gum, uh, the gummy man, his name is Kenneth Chambers. Uh, Kenneth Chambers... Beware ro- the gummy man. Gummy man. <laughs> it's like the kind of like candy man. I'm the gummy man. <laughs> gummy man Kenneth Chambers, well, his roommate... Was that this at the uh, Rancho Villa Mobile Home Park in Lakewood? Sounds fancy. His roommate turned down his ear cleaning re- request, and after that, he allegedly got so upset that he broke a door off its hinges and went after her wrist with his toothless mouth and started gumming away. So, so the so Gummy Man wanted his roommate to clean his his own ears. Gummy Man wanted his roommate to clean his ear. It doesn't say ears, Greg. Stop exaggerating. Wait, it okay. says ear. Okay. Just so one ear. Gummy Man wanted his own ear cleaned. Gummy Man wanted, and his, he wanted roommate his roommate to do at the, the Rancho Villa Mobile Home Park to clean his ear. Okay. When the roommate refused, and says she's a she, doesn't identify the woman. So when the when she refused, he broke a door off its hinges and went after her wrist with his toothless mouth and started gumming it. <laughs> After the victim said that she was calling 911 after he finished gumming her wrist, uh, the suspect allegedly, whoa, took it from like 1 to 10, allegedly threatened to kill her. Wow. Gumming her wrist to threatening to kill her. The gumming man is not How long would it take you to gum somebody to death? How? What? I'm just curious. Well, the Lakewood Police Department arrested... Gummy man Kenneth Chambers after a witness confirmed the victim's account of what went down. Stay away from the toothless man. Hell yeah, Gumder. Hell yeah, Gumder. I ain't shame, I gummed her. I gummed her real good. I gummed her all night. I feel like the heat is making me delirious. That, my friends, is your world crazy. The turd that guy is. What? Was that a, I think that was a joke, but I don't get it. Oh, I've been doing it the whole time. Um, okay. Send us, okay, thank you so much everybody, for tuning in to Foot Up Radio. It is hot in here, but we do have uh, Alex Falcone, who's going to be joining us here in just a couple of minutes. So I think we should take a break and uh, and go ahead and get him in here. Before we do that, though, mm-hmm. just want to say thank you to one of our fine sponsors, and that is Squarespace. Squarespace.com, where you can get all of your website nudes taken care of. Um, <laughs> Did you say your website nudes? Needs. 
I swear to God, it said like you, you can get all your website and nudes. I'm going to listen care back of. to this show just to see if I am pronouncing. Things I terribly. swear, Greg, I know that I'm a little loopy, but I heard you say website nudes. Well, if you want to post nudes, you can. <laughs> I mean, Squarespace isn't going to judge. Uh, Squarespace.com. If you have a website where you want to post nudes of yourself, you can get your website done through them or whatever else it is that you want. Sure. Uh, Squarespace.com. Go there to sign up for the free trial, and you can see how easy it is to drag and drop and make an amazing looking uh, website. And uh, you know, if you don't want to post nudes, that's your own that's your own business. But it's and you might want to, to check their policy before you do. It's easy to post pictures. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think they're going to care. I guess they just website. build it. Yeah, you could do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, you can Never build mind. it however yeah. you want. It doesn't mean people are going to want to go there to look at it. But that's your own problem. <laughs> uh, they don't guarantee right, it's that being part. Said in the chat, he said nudes. It did sound like nudes. Damn it! <laughs> All right, I'm. Gonna to, I think the heat's affecting you more than you I'm think. I'm going it to is. have to. I'm going to have to listen back to this to make sure that I said this correctly. <laughs> uh, Squarespace.com. Use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT when you check out, and then you get 10% off, and that uh, lets them know that you heard about them from us. Helps us out greatly. You will help yourself out by having an amazing-looking website to post your nudes to. And uh, <laughs> Tasteful use the offer code, nudes. Use the offer code <laughs> FUNEMPLOYMENT when you check out at Squarespace.com. All right, let's take a break. Let's take a break, get some air in here, and then we're yeah. going to be joined in just a minute by Mr. Alex Falcone, right here on FUNEMPLOYMENTRADIO.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to we're well, not at the moment. Uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. We're a good laugh, Sarah. Always a good laugh, there. Yeah, that was oh wait, that was terrible. Bad. That was a terrible. New it's Zealand like when accent. I try to do a British accent, I can do a New Zealand accent, but then when no. I try to do New Zealand, I can't do anything. It pretty much everything ends up sounding like you're trying to do a Southern accent. Wow, you're just being really mean right now. I okay, we we can put that to the test here. Okay, in just a little bit. Uh, hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. And as promised, we are now joined for the first time ever. Mr. Alex Falcone. <laughs> what was the promise like? What did you promise? Oh, oh I can't say that. So many can't promises. That, so many promises. I want to know what I need to live up to. <laughs> <laughs> see, this is the thing. Then there'll be a voting afterwards to see if you lived well, up to what actually, the promise was. Actually, no. Greg did have a surprise yeah. for you. For me? Well, no. Yes, I do have something that? that we haven't played. So we actually did do something oh. for Fun Employment Radio before. <laughs> I know what this is. But it was at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival after party. And perhaps it was after... It was about three o'clock in the morning, yeah. probably. Quite a few drinks for at least myself and Sarah. And we, didn't, we didn't feel comfortable saying that you were having drinks, but you were I having was drinks. stone cold sober. Okay. I don't drink. So oh, you don't? So I definitely not drinking. Oh. Yeah. It, so was, I was, it was mostly you guys being drunk and me talking. Damn it. was us. Letting it happen. Letting it flow over me. <laughs> and, I can't uh, tell if he's fine. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're serious. I'm 100% serious. No, can, he's can serious. Can you get Listen, he sounds. That's why I was saying he sounds perfectly he sounds fine. So in this. normal. Oh, it's God. you and I who sound perhaps a little bit here. I've got. I've got we sound something. enthusiastic. I think that's a good oh, thing yeah. for any interview. See, I'm right, in the knees. And whatever I do is gonna suck. It's gonna hurt. Whatever I do. I like crisscross applesauce. I just can't do it. I like how none of this is visual on this recording, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, you're recording. Yeah, I'm recording right now. All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, welcome to uh, Fun Employment Radio. Alex, I'm Greg Nibbler. Alex was, is now squatting. I was going to try to introduce you, but oh, okay. uh, I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen, and joined by Alex Falcone. Hey, guys. Hi. So we're actually... Oh, he does sound really sober. Yeah, that's what I mean. Alex sounds perfectly fine. It's you and I. 
Where, and this goes on for quite some time where we attempt to ask you questions. No, we yeah. did for like 20 minutes probably. Yeah. 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 I, I should point out that what I said would suck was the way I was sitting down, not my presence on that recording. <laughs> no, I no, think, no. <laughs> I think I nailed it. Crisscross applesauce. I forgot about that. Yeah, because yeah. you can't say Indian style anymore. No. <laughs> also, it doesn't rhyme, so this is a better solution. All right, that's I true. like it. Less like racist, it. more rhyming. It's way better. Yeah, because that's when we were sitting in the corner after Bridgetown, mm-hmm. and I think uh, W. Kamal Bell was sitting over there with us, too, Yeah, right? he was, like, hiding in the plant. and He we, was hiding in the plant. And we were sitting in the food room. Yes. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a good time. Yes, because you're minus the fu- <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but you started with, why have we never talked before? As we did. if it was my fault. Mm-hmm. Yes, as, 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 as if it's everything that you've done. Yes, yeah, you've yeah done Alex, how come you never reached out to us? And then you yourself said that, like, you know, you reached out to us after Bridgetown, then you forgot about us for a while. Well, what I didn't say then, because you guys were drunk and I didn't want to embarrass you, but I'll do it now that you can handle it. You're not sure. drunk right now, right? No. Okay, no, great. no, pretty uh, okay. Is that I have definitely reached out to you four or five times. Really? You could go and through. We didn't- there's email track. I've tried through a couple Shit. of other people. I tried Wait, was it your times. name? Yeah, I, I've reached out to you personally, and then other people have reached out on my behalf to you. <laughs> well, aren't, color me red and sweaty, which I already am. Wow, <laughs> I'm not, not seeing that. anything in our email. Where I will, I will. All right, I'll, all right, it. I'll have to look back. All right, well, I'm searching I apologize right for that. Too. Well, Alex, we really mean it that we're very happy to have you here. <laughs> I'm so glad. See, to we do wanted it. to just build it up. It was being being built up over the years. Yeah, and now it's more grandiose. Yeah, more promises. And we made a lot of promises. We made a lot of promises over the years. (laughs) (laughs) So, Alex, you have... Well, you do a lot of different things around town. I do you're, all of the things. Your name is seems to be seems to pop up everywhere all the time oh, as being associated with things. That's a mm. good thing. Yeah, that's what I want more than anything in the and world. And you have a great name for it, too. Falcone is a... That, that's a good, solid yeah. entertainment name. A lot of stuff is coming out of Falcone Industries these days. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> real last name? Or would you rather not answer? It's a real last name. It's your la- okay. Nobody at my level is changing their <laughs> names for comedy. You have to change it before you get famous, uh, famouser than I, you already I don't are. No, uh, yeah, of course, real, real, real last name. Okay, uh, and uh, yeah, and it sound, it definitely sounds like like Falcon Industries, especially sounds like a front company for uh, an evil right. villain, a giant villain or something. Yeah, uh, but but it's good. I'll take that. All my right. name was never cool until I started doing comedy, and then all of a sudden everybody thought it was a really cool name. But <laughs> and when was it that you started doing comedy? Well, I've been doing, I mean, stand-up for three, four years now, mm-hmm. not that long. I did improv for 10, 15 years before that, forever. Okay. okay. So I've been doing, I did sketch for a bunch of years before I did stand I, I've done it all. What made you want to get into stand-up after doing sketch? Well, uh, not having to schedule. Ah, okay. This is, say, like, anyone who goes does a solo project in a band, it's the same thing. It's like getting four people in the same room at the same time is exhausting. Totally. And you have to find, like, I was at, uh, I was at the uh, Barbershop Quartet competition here last year. Do you, do you guys... No, there's an international barbershop quartet. Like you actually sang in the no, barbershop. No, 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 oh, no, okay. no. I was at I was at a restaurant nearby, and I ran into all these people. Anyway, and there was this, <laughs> I was talking to this guy, and they their barbershop quartet had been together for 50 years. Wow, they've been singing Damn. together forever. And like you have to find four guys who all like straw hats, and, <laughs> right. and 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 then but also they can't all be basses, or you don't have a group. Totally, yeah. They've all got right. to have their own pieces to it, and right. they stick together for 50 years. It's unbelievable, and so that's why, like, I feel like that way, like, when you're just trying to get any group of friends, just, like, to go to the beach on the same day is impossible, mm-hmm. let alone finding those different parts. So stand-up, you just get in the van and go. You just yeah. do your thing. So it's much easier to schedule. Okay, I can see that. I would imagine you keep yourself pretty busy with all different kinds of projects, yes? So you said somewhere on hiatus for the summer. Yeah, however, yeah. But I, you have a lot of other things that are happening. so many things. Well, I mean, my main, like, job, I write for the Mercury, uh, I write comedy for them, and I write for live wire one of your 
Are you guys competitors if you're both no. on the radio? No. Okay, great. No. Uh, good. Well, I'm, I'm a writer for Livewire, so I write sketch comedy for them, and that's in reruns. And I have a talk show that is my big project, Late Night Action with Alex Falcone, that's also in reruns for the summer. So we're build, building up to a big relaunch in September. But, uh, yeah, but I'm still, like, I'm still writing stuff all the time. I, and, like, the thing about, I'm sure you've talked to enough comics to know this, like, if you have five minutes and you didn't write a sitcom, you feel guilty about it. So mm-hmm. I feel right. like any time I'm like, well, I got some time off, I should be working on that pilot. <laughs> so you don't know how to relax is what you're saying. No idea. No idea. <laughs> yeah, trying too many different things, or a bunch of different things all at the same time. You can time, say too many. You can too many, me. too many things? Too I don't know if it's too, too many, many. things. Yeah, this, you, this whole you, thing is an intervention. You seem like the kind of guy who can handle too many things at once. I don't know. I, f- I can handle exactly enough things. Okay, exactly enough. All right. <laughs> all right so we'll what are the that. things that you're handling while the rest of the stuff is in reruns? Uh, so I'm, uh, I still got, I've got a podcast, which I've been doing for five years now, which we just crossed over 250. Nice. Uh, That's which fantastic. Is, which is hard on a weekly. You guys are not impressed because you do daily, but, uh. No, no, I think anyone who can, like, keep something going for 250 episodes is damn impressive. Yeah, so I've been doing that. I've been working really hard on growing that this summer. Uh, and what's the name of your, uh, the, podcast? The podcast is called Read It and Weep, and we do mostly just bad books. And then we also do some bad movies, but like we read sort of like Mystery Science Theater th- for books. Okay, like we just read terrible crap and then talk about it. And uh, <laughs> do you actually read it on air? No. Or you read okay. it before and then discuss it yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We, we read, and we mostly listen to audiobooks because you can do it at like two and a half x, and then you can also do dishes at the same time. Where yeah. if you're reading a book, you have to be there the whole time. Right. Mm-hmm. But we listen to terrible audiobooks or watch terrible movies and then talk about it. There's a lot of podcasts about bad movies. There's not that many about bad books. So that's sort of our niche. That's awesome. Have yeah. you done the book about Tommy Wiseau in the room yet? We did well. We did. We watched the room, obviously, because we had to. And I read Greg Sestero's book. <gasps> yeah, the one, uh, the Disaster Artist. Disaster Artist, yep. which I read because he was on Livewire, and so I talked to him. And his, I thought that book's terrific. Uh, although he does make himself seem like he like he's like this whole movie was terrible, but of course I wasn't trying, and that's his like excuse. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. <laughs> you Mark. were just as much in that. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. were totally in this movie. Oh, uh, Mark emoted more than anybody else in that entire fucking <laughs> amazing movie. Oh, I have it's three terrific. copies of that movie. It's so good. Oh, it's amazing. Quick side note: you have seen that he's trying to do a sitcom now too, right? Sestero? Yeah, no, oh, Tommy no, no, Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. Oh, Tommy Wiseau. Well, because it's the I'd same reboot. It. He tried to do that six years ago. Because when I first heard the room, yeah, many years ago. So he's trying to. It's called back. It's neighbor. I think yes, or the name, like whatever it's yeah. called. So Neighbors, he's trying to do it again because he had tried to launch it and it never worked. And he's so got like he's a thirty-second pilot out of it, oh, or I'm like so not pilot, but like a like a teaser of it. Mm. It's incredibly awful, just like you would expect. Yeah, and I will totally watch it. We played. I will uh, absolutely watch it. We played roof football with Tommy Wiseau once. No, mm-hmm. oh, we did. So fun. And yeah, he threw we, the football at Greg's head because we, he didn't like him. We we interviewed <laughs> him at. Um, where was that? At uh, the theater. Cinema 20, 21. Cinema 21. Sure, yeah. Yeah, we did yeah. an interview with him, but Sarah brought along a couple of her friends who also happened to be girls, and he was very infatuated with all of them. Wasn't so happy there was a dude there. Did not. <laughs> like, I would ask him questions, Greg. good questions, be like, uh, whatever. Whatever, and just, little yeah, man. Yeah, and just look at them. And we brought a football for him to sign, which I still have at my house, an autographed football from Tommy Wiseau. And then we went out in the street and filmed it, like tossing the football around. And he has no idea how to throw a football. No. So I was just like... Like pitching it to him, he's like, "Oh, what's this? This is a new throw." I'm like, no, I just. And then pitched he's running you. into the middle of Northwest Twenty First Avenue. Right, like, cars are going by, and he's just like, "Oh, ho, 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 and like." That's exactly what he should be. Was, but I, I think he thought I, I was that. trying to show him up or something like sure, that because yeah. he just got pissed and out of nowhere just throws the ball as hard as he can right at my head. That sounds just narrowly missed it. You've got I, it on video. I do have to somewhere. say, I am going to a bachelorette party this weekend. And I don't like we don't do a lot of like, oh, penis. Let's go to clubs and whatever. You just, don't lie. I'm You're going to be covered in penis. No, covered I shit you penises. not. One of the so much penis, but one of the things that was requested is that I am bringing my copy of the room and oh. we're going to get drunk and watch the room. I like this kind of bachelorette. It's party. It's a great kind of bachelorette party. <laughs> 
And I'll talk about the other things that we're doing, but I'm not going to do that because one of the people who listens is it's going to be a surprise. But I'll oh, tell you. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be great. All right. Hey, but back to you, Alex alert, Falcone. Covered in penises. <laughs> so many. <laughs> Just penis cookies and penis pops. I will say this: I am having a penis decorating party with my friends. Wait, on decorating Friday. of penises or decorating with penises? Not a, decorating of penises. Yeah. We're going to make some festive penises for uh, for the big day. Yeah. Big day. Lots of sparkles. Yeah. Okay. Lots of glitter. Lots that's of sparkles. what you do. Pens. We just have this thing as a society that we've agreed on that just girls get covered in penises that day. I and we don't just know don't. why. We don't talk about it other days. I know. <laughs> and this girl was getting married. Is like this smart. She's, she's getting her goddamn PhD. And we're like, oh, still getting penises. It's also Doesn't 2014. Matter. She's probably already seen one. Yep. And so we don't have to act, May- act as weird about them. I don't know. She hasn't married yet, though, Alex Falcone. <laughs> that is don't by far that. the best part about getting married is you are allowed to have sex. I like <laughs> that, that part a lot. Yeah. We are a Christian podcast. I don't know if you realized <laughs> no. that before you came on here. So <laughs> let's get to uh, abortion. Let's get to that topic now. <laughs> Wait, Alex Falcone, are you the married? I'm super married. You're super married. Oh, wow. And it's getting serious. Oh my god. What's super Damn. married is the, I've never been married or super married. I'd like to know the difference. We've been I mean we we dated for like 10 years. We just got married last year, but we were dating forever. Awesome. So we've been yeah, like my entire adult life. So. So you know you chose wisely. Yeah. I mean I guess, yeah. Well, you have I don't know the choice means. at this point. Yeah, so, yeah. It doesn't feel like a choice if so, you like, this so thing like, that's always yeah, it's not like me. you could say no. I think I chose poor, you know, yeah, terribly. It was kind of an awful know. decision. What if he did? That would be so awkward. Well, that would be weird yeah. if he revealed that here on the show. It would, would be. be this is what I came here. <laughs> <laughs> These were the promises we made. Yeah. <laughs> so no. you've got your show. What uh, What else is going on in Alex Falcone's world? You You are. You he has one so of those much. first last names. It is. It is. You can't. It's hard to just call you Alex, dude. Uh, I'll take that. Alex yeah. Falcone got a. It, I'll it take, rolls. You could just call me Falcone. Like a football coach? No? Okay. Never, mind, never mind. I pushed it too I'm far. Sure I pushed too that. far? I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you considering that for your career, you know, as it advances, I dropping the first name? Oh, like Conan just and be Falcone? Falcone? I yeah. wanted it to be on Twitter, just at Falcone, but somebody who doesn't tweet got that first. Oh, oh that's too bad. Wait, somebody or some, some other person that you don't know? I mean, some person. Well, oh, okay, when you said yeah. somebody, I thought someone took it from you. I was like, that's just no, a no, mean no, no. friend. Uh... Well, can I? I mean, I my I do have. In fact, my one year wedding anniversary is coming up. Oh, that's very exciting! Congratulations! We just finished right. our first year next week. Okay, it's going to be pretty cool. That's exciting. What is that one? Is that paper? paper. That's, it's paper. I mean, for us, it's cake. They're all going to be cake <laughs> anniversaries. That's how we're going to do it. <laughs> So that's, that's going to be pretty exciting. Well, and you have something coming up this weekend. Oh, right? yeah, it's not your you were setting me up for that. that no, really no, no. This isn't wrapping. I'm oh, just no. saying, let's get to. Let's no. I'm all right. So that's been Alex on the show. Thank it's you so been much. really great. Long time in the making. Not a time, you. unfortunately. <laughs> One chance to promote it, and I didn't. <laughs> I well, yeah. So the thing that I'm doing this week is super cool. Is that I do a, a, sh- a stand-up showcase, an occasional, mostly monthly showcase with uh, my two favorite comedians in the world, which are Bree Pruitt and Anthony Lopez. Love both of them. Both fan- friends awesome. of the show, I'm sure. Yes. Yep. Um, and Bree and I have been like writing together for a while, and she she co-hosts my talk show. She's the my Andy Richter on Late Night Action, <laughs> and the reason it's funny. And uh, but her and Anthony and I run a show called Free Chips and Salsa, where it's a stand-up showcase with some other uh, weird things thrown in. But then also everybody who comes gets a bottomless bowl of Juanitas chips oh, and amazing. Hello Salsa, which is a local salsa company, both of whom sponsor the show. So we have just piles of chips and salsa. It's really fun. And it's really, when you say bottomless, do you mean bottomless? I mean, we do have a finite amount, but we've okay. never come close to it before. You know, I mean, Has anyone one, ever one, challenged this? Juanita's mailed us a box of <laughs> chips, and like if we run out of those chips, I guess we would give up, and we'd call okay. it not bottomless. I mean, we, we could send somebody for a chips run. Okay. You would have to. I mean, I would never try to do it, but... You, you do know, like I, chips, though. I do like chips. A lot. I'm a chips fan. You were about to say, and then we you caught yourself before we came out here... That you don't like salsa? No, I wasn't going to say that I don't like salsa. I'm a little... I can go. I'm half and (laughs) half on salsa. All right, so 
Every now and then, I like a little bit of salsa. This is, I also, a, known, I this is a known factor on our show that Greg has a problem with chips, and they're called his shame chips. Yeah, okay. yeah, I don't like, like people he can't, see him eat them. No, he it's weird, and I've seen him eat him. And then he just like opens his mouth about this thing and just sticks them in as fast as he can, so I, nobody can see him eating because he's right. embar- He's ashamed Ooh, of how much he I, um, likes them. Yeah, it's Ooh. true. It's true. I I, I do shame eat. Ooh. Like I'll I'll hide them and then I'll eat them. You know when nobody's looking. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that kind of thing. It's weird. I also I also hate condiments though. And so Whoa. salsa is kind of a borderline for me. So let Salsa's me explain. Let me explain. Condiment. All right. So like, it's a delicacy. Ketchup, mayonnaise, mustard. I like everything dry. Like if it's like sandpaper, that's delicious. Who likes so, their life dry? So, but salsa is Alex a borderline. Is I, I, I know. I'm I can gonna, tell I'm the disappointment. I'm trying to talk my way out of it. That's what I'm trying to do right now. Mm-hmm. So the salsa, though, it doesn't really fall under condiment. No. But it also has you know a bit of a tomatoey thing going. It's but it's not like ketchup. <laughs> So it kind of falls in there. It's an occasional. It's an occasional thing. I am of the belief. I mean, Juanita's oh. chips are the best tortilla chips in the they world. Are, they are amazing. But I am the, a, a believer that a chip is a an edible spoon for salsa. The goal is a chip that is rounded enough to catch a lot of salsa. So mm-hmm. for you, it's the salsa is the key. I when mean, you're using it in I that fashion, drink the salsa. But right. like they, I mean, it, you need the chip. It's Laurel and Hardy or okay. Modern Reference. <laughs> and they, you just go. I don't know why that's the first Replace thing. With I, I, don't know, yes. I don't know why that's the first thing that came in my head for a pair that's inseparable. I'm not sure. Yeah, because uh, I'm not. I've never seen Laurel and Hardy. I that uh, was awesome. It's like uh, um, uh, Martin and Lawrence. Pants. You know what I'm talking about. Come on, <laughs> Penny and Brain. There you go. No, uh, no. I don't did know. I just say Martin and Lawrence? That doesn't make sense either, does it? I told you your words are gone. Yeah. The heat is getting to it's you. Like, my it's like Pinky and the Brain, right? There, there we go. There we go. Well, I was talking Penny and Brain from uh, Inspector Gadget. Oh, yeah. They're just, best friends. Not watch a lot oh. How old are you? I'm 29. I'm going to be 30 in a couple weeks too. Oh, yeah. how, how exciting is that? I don't care that much. People really okay. act like I should care, though. People are like, "That's a big deal." Oh, yeah, it's not. I'm looking. I'm just looking forward to uh, knowing everything. It's going to be really fun about the 30s. <gasps> right. There is something that happens when you turn 30. Like I remember when I turned 30, I woke up the next day and you give less shits. Like not <laughs> not like have less shits, but I mean like you you care less about what everyone thinks. It's hmm. it's a very it is kind of freeing to like to, to click over from your 20s to your 30s. There, yeah, I will say uh, people are uh, questioning. My uh, my non like of salsa, my non love of salsa. It's, it's it's like a, it. well, they're saying. Uh, well, somebody said I thought you were a man, Greg. Yeah, you know when it comes. Oh, to salsa. they're is that like a manly manhood. Thing? Yeah. I, is that okay? So I should say that no, I no, no. He's all salsa? no. That that person is using man in the sense of human. Like you might be a robot. We oh, need to get rid of you because I don't like salsa. Yeah, it's is just, that like a universal just, test? Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, it's like the Turing test. You okay. offer somebody chips and yeah. salsa, and if they just eat the chips naked, you're like, that's a monster. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from him. Kill it. All Alex right. Falcone, if you weren't eating Juanita's chips, which of course are the best. They are the best. Chips, they're the best around. Um, what is What would be your second favorite type of chip if you weren't using it with salsa? Oh, well. Uh, and like these, uh, Cheetos can count as well. No, no. Are I mean, they chips? No. Yeah. No. No. Oh, no. Well, what do you call them then? What would you call, what would you call a Cheeto? I mean, I think the thing about a Cheeto is that it's not something found in nature. There is no equivalent. It's a, a Cheeto is just its own. But it's not like Juanita's delicious chips are picked off of a tree. No, no, but but uh, there is no other thing. See, that I even gave a, a plug for you in there too. It was nice. Oh, cool We're just gonna keep on dropping Juanitas <laughs> for you, buddy. They, uh, they've been really great to us. I appreciate that. Uh, no, obviously <laughs> the second best chips. Well, I mean, I th- these are two separate moods. But the best not tortilla chips, of course, are kettles, sea salt, and vinegar. Don't even make that noise. This is un- this is without question. All right, kettles chips are good. The best chips. The best. I would not go that. Who's far. the best potato chip if not oh, kettle? Ooh. Man, 
Okay, well, if you're, are you putting it into categories? Because I potato chip. Did we decide? Did we decide that Cheetos aren't chips? Because I believe that Cheetos, Cheetos are, are the best. It could be a subset of chips, but they're it's just a different fall shape chip. chip. Who's to say just because they're a different shape, Alex Falcone, doesn't make them any less of a chip? I think that's how categorization works. No, I think it's under the the parent being <laughs> chip, and then there's different kinds underneath the parent of chip. I think a chip is that it is flat. I think a chip. Yeah, so it can't even be ruffled. Ooh, that's pretty close to flat. That, that isn't averages close to, to ruffle flat. Ruffle is not close to flat. Uh, ruffle is. is the first step to Cheetos. It I mean, averages. That's, oh, goes right in there. If you average up. the ups and the downs, it's a flat chip. You know what a Cheeto is? Just a mushed up chip. And it's oh. just like, a, it's hardened into a different way. You know no, what? I, it's so, a, okay, but what would you call a Cheeto then? What would be the definition of that? <sighs> so I'm, I, I just said, I don't think there is a Come on, Alex, thing. you're a wordsmith. I think a Cheeto is a Cheeto. I think that it's its own thing. Other things are compared to Cheetos, not Cheetos are compared to other things. Then what about a Frito? What would a Frito fall under? Those are chips. Frito like corn. They're like corn chips that are Okay, curved. so that still counts as a chip. Definitely. Mm. What about the Frito ones that are like the chili kind that are like wrapped up? Oh, like the, the like little swirly whirly right. ones? Right, yeah. The yeah. I think ones. there's still a chip that has been changed, whereas like it's been turned, it's been swirled. But a Cheeto is not a chip. No, it's not a chip. It's a puffed You're thing. You're a Cheetoist. You puff instead of flatten. I think it's different. Okay. All right. I think I think we need to get a food scientist. It I is think being we do. said in the chat. Cheetos are not chips. They are just some other kind of snack food. We have a great, I, I'm killing it with your chat room. Mm, I know. They kind of <laughs> like you. I don't know. They're turning on us. I don't like this I, one bit. So if you were going to have a potato chip that was not kettle, where would you go? I like sun chips. Weird. Sun chips are good. They're fine. But you, you can get like- them like... Uh, I don't know. I don't eat a lot of chips. I really like Cheetos. If I do, if I'm going to commit, if I'm like, but all right, so I'm going to eat something that's really shitty for me. And Sun Chips, you're just like, it's just straight chemicals and, and you don't even like the actual ingredient. You like potato. You don't like... Corn. Well, I don't like, like the sea salt and whatever it is you're talking oh, about. It like burns so my mouth. The sea, is it vinegar and sea salt? Yeah, you said? Sea salt no, it's oh. all burny and it's like spite. No, I don't like it. It's not Ooh, an enjoyable so eating experience for me. Wow, okay. we are just on opposite ends of the uh, chip we are spectrum. So here. I'm glad you have opinions. This about just got terribly just bam, now. I don't know about bam, this. Bam. I think it's great that we all have opinions about snack food. It's just a shame that yours are so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Alex Falcon. <laughs> well, it's nice to have you on for this one time only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the great chips controversy. Um, I think I think history will vindicate. <laughs> <I think. laughs> this will be one for the ages, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. <laughs> the great divide. All right, Alex. Um, so people can see you first and foremost. They can see you this weekend. Yeah. So it's the- Saturday night, nine o'clock at yes. Action Adventure Theater, which is this awesome, uh, like sort of rebellious theater. It's a, it's a theater space. They do actual like legitimate theater plays and things, but they also do a lot of cool comedy stuff there. It's on Eleventh uh, and Clinton, awesome. and uh, yeah, it's super cool. It's a converted warehouse thing. Yeah. And so it's me, Anthony Lopez, and Brie Pruitt. We're all going to do stand up. We host together, and then we've got the famous Haydell Sisters. Which are these child stars, country music child stars from the early '90s that are like they disappeared for a long time, and they're they're, they're now they're adults trying to make it back into stardom. All okay, right. I recognize their name yeah. from something. Yeah. Um, did around. they did they perform at uh, Secret Society? Maybe. Maybe okay. Sounds like uh, Hadell. They're, they're great, famous Hadell sisters. And then we also have Nick Landis, who is the second best foot juggler in the country. <laughs> the first best was super unavailable. Oh we got my god, right. you tried. That's though. good though. That's good. <laughs> and then we have headliner Sean Jordan, who you guys know. Who's oh, awesome. that's awesome. Who's one of my favorite? These covers. are all people. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This sounds like an amazing show. It's so cool. I mean, we have great comedy and then just like some weird shenanigans <laughs> and, and a then a pile of chips. Yep. Oh yep. my gosh. So this is at ten fifty Southeast Clinton. That's correct. And this is going to be happening on Saturday night, nine o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 five dollar cover for everything, and then the chips and salsa come f- are, are free. Which uh, the so basically you're we, only paying five dollars for like 
bottomless chips and salsa totally. and entertainment. The Willamette Week made a, made an issue of this in their in their coverage that it's not technically free because you're paying for the show. But like, if you go to a Mexican oh, restaurant, yeah. they give you chips and salsa for free. You pay for the tacos. It's not yeah, totally. free chips and salsa and everything else you touch. Are no, you you're kidding? paying for the entertainment. Then the chips and salsa exactly. is a bonus. After all of the amazing stuff that you're just saying is going to be happening, they focused on the fucking $5 yeah. for the show. Yeah, excuse me. Actually, I'm paying for the entry. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, no. that's some BS no, right no, there. No, I'm sorry. I don't mean to go after the Willamette Week because they're a great to cover us finally no and that's true but that's still just that topic though that yeah. subject that is something we can dispute on there no that is very disputable Certainly. five american dollars to go to some place called um by the way the action adventure theater yeah it's pretty cool have you ever heard of a cooler name for a theater ever i don't think so it's too bad they've done some great they do like really cool like semi-improvised serials was their mm-hmm. thing so they did one uh their, their claim to fame was a show sort of like friends but set in portland so it was just like a group of people living in a house in southeast but it was a sitcom like ran for six weeks for a season Anyway, they nice. do some great theater work. They do some awesome stuff. Nice. And Brie is one of the one of the. Are you members. an actor as well? Do you do theater? Oh, not well. Yeah. I do, do you try? Well. I mean, I, do you aspire to? No, no. I let. Well, I love. I mean, I did Portlandia, and I did. I've done some commercial work around here, and mm-hmm. I really enjoy. I mean, my theory with acting is that it's like there's no skill level at all for the first like nine levels. It's basically anyone can do it, and then the tenth level is a whole lifetime of work. So actors are either like, you can just show up and hang out on a TV set, and you'll be fine, or you're amazing, and that takes a lifetime of study. Yeah. And so I'm in that group that's fine. If I just show up, I'll do okay. <laughs> right. And I love it. I can see why like hanging out on a TV set is the most fun. I can see why people want to do it. Mm-hmm. And there's coffee and bagels. and uh, Right. Oh, yeah. Craft snacks. services. Craft services. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Craft parts. services. Oh, yeah. Portlandia being a small show had kind of small craft services. <laughs> they had a lot of snacks when I was there. Oh, really? I might not. I was just a. I was just a lowly extra, though. Did you have a? Did you have a speaking line? I did. Yeah, I, I talked a lot. Oh, I, you talked I, a lot. I talked a lot. They cut most of it down, but I did. I had a. I had a fairly major role in an episode. What I, role did nice. you play? I was the editor of the Portland Monthly. Okay. And Carrie was my my employee, and so we bantered a lot. In nice. The, in the shoot, it was great fun. What was, was your was temperament? Fun. Were you snooty? Uh, no, I was not snooty. I don't. I don't think I was. I was just I mean, saying. I think he, you're I, not snooty in life, but I could see you playing a snooty person well. Well, here's what I. <laughs> actually, that's. I, mean, I don't that's know if that's a compliment or not. I don't it know totally either. is. Totally. Well, is. I would say my temperament is exactly this because I'm not an actor. <laughs> so it was just what I'm doing now. Uh, and it was. I mean, it was great because I auditioned for like three parts that would have been required acting, and I didn't have that. And then they wrote a role that was like magazine editor which looks like me, and so I didn't. Have, they they <laughs> wrote a part cool. that I didn't have to act to get into. I didn't have to stretch. Like I, t- awesome. I tried out for a super nerd role, and I'm uh-huh. not a super nerd. I'm more of like a graphic designer nerd. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when I was sitting in that room, I was like, I'm not the super nerd that all these guys are. They're going to win. And then when they wrote Magazine Editor, I was like, yeah, that's fine. I can do that. Yeah. People will believe that. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> that's the key to acting is just being – this is this is the thing. There's so many actors. You could just hire someone who looks like the role. You don't have to – Right. Have, why would you hire someone who is nothing like it to like transform themselves into the role? Mm-hmm. At, for Portlandia, you just hire, you just go around. There's so many the people guy. here, you can find someone who fits that particular. Exactly right, right. Yeah. especially when you're being the city, like we live here. Mm-hmm. So there's enough actors for these things. I did a car commercial. <laughs> Greg's done those too. Have you? Yeah, yeah. I did a car commercial recently, uh, which I will not mention the brand because of this story. Which was, uh, I was standing there being a car salesman, and while we're like between takes, one of the actual car salesmen from the company walked by because we were on location. Just leans over to my ear and goes, "I wouldn't buy shit from you," and kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I and hopefully so. I, my theory is people have bought more things from my ad than from him. Just yeah. that's what reach is like. <laughs> oh, but, that uh, is fantastic. I hope I've outsold him. But I know. had I had something kind of like that happen on a lottery commercial. But really? Yeah, yeah. I had people this girl. Were mean to you? Oh yeah, this girl who wanted the role oh, that, that I had. Girl. 
And um, she was the not... role of non-gendered person three. No, no, it was I, a male no I was role. the yeah. yeah, I was the I was the Oregon lottery guy for their holiday commercial a couple years oh, ago. Cool, yeah, so it was you know it aired a whole bunch for like two months. Right. But um, there was this girl who for some reason thought that she should have had the role, mm-hmm. the, the the main of role, Oregon lottery guy of Oregon lottery guy. I'm like, you know, it's the character's Bob. Like it's, <laughs> I mean, I, and and I didn't write it. I'm not producing it's it. Your fault, I didn't right. cast yeah. myself in no. the role. Like, <laughs> no. like the, I'm not in charge of any of that. But she thought that I screwed her over personally uh-huh. by taking this role. And she would, in between takes, be like, "You fucking suck. Yeah, I look so much uh, better than you. Uh, I'm, you're, you're doing awful today." And then, like, would walk off. And like, because she part of the role was she was behind my behind me the whole time. Because was gathering around, like, like chattering a... in my ear, telling me how awful I was. Uh-huh. And then oh, that it was it was crazy. She told me that her boyfriend was going to be waiting for me after the shoot, and what? he was pissed that I had gotten the role. Over her, oh, man, it was just crazy, like absolutely insane, insane I think woman. At that point, you need an adult to come over and yeah, like, you need some supervision. I, wanted, I, I yeah. thought about doing something like I don't really want to start anything on this set and start complaining about this girl, but I did write my agent right afterwards. I'm like, no matter what she says, here's what happened because <laughs> yeah, she seems like the kind of girl who would like make something up. She's gonna start some shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. creepy. Yeah. Oh, Greg, you actually sold a car com- uh, a car from your car commercial. Kathleen in the chat says, "I actually bought the car." So Greg's been in a couple car commercials. Yeah. She's like, "I actually bought the car that Greg was advertising in nice. the commercial." Write them in. Tell them I want more work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should get a commission. I that. should. I should. You get something. damn well yeah. should. I'm just gonna show up at Honda. And- <laughs> I mean, I like the car commercial paid way way good for the kind of stuff that I do, but probably not that much for selling how many cars it could sell. Like I yeah. probably totally. might get a big cut of those cars. Yeah, you like- should work that in and five percent. Commission on, <laughs> on any cars sold. <laughs> It'd be tough. Uh, they have to track clicks of some. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> well, Alex, where can people find you on the on the interwebs? Alex Falcone Comedy. Dot com has Alex got all Falcone the stuff. Comedy. My podcasts and uh, blogs and and all kinds of stuff that I do. There's also a great little feature on my website where you can see uh, mean comments people have said. <laughs> what are people saying about Alex Falcone? And then I collect all of my mean YouTube comments, put them in the one one place. What? That's awesome. It's pretty fun. That's pretty brave you. of you. I, I avoid fun. I avoid the comments. Greg can look at them. I don't... Well, I avoided them. Until, I mean, I, I didn't like them, but I had to look. And so I tried, was trying to avoid them with my mind, and then I found a place to put them, and I thought it was kind of fun. And so now I'm excited. And I'm like, I was like, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, hey, dick nozzle. And then I'm like, oh, that's funny. And then I put it in my thing. That's awesome. <laughs> what people are saying about Alex Falcone, <laughs> dick nozzle. AlexFalconComedy.com. AlexFalconComedy.com. And your show is this Saturday at Action Adventure Theater. Which is um, at 1050... Southeast Clinton. $5 at the door. That's correct. And then all the chips you can 9 eat. 9 p.m. All the Juanita's chips. And Hello the Salsa is the, is the salsa brand. I didn't say that enough. And Hello Salsa. Hello Salsa. Hello Salsa. <laughs> kind of spicy. That's what we get. Ah, kind of spicy? That's the name of that line, is the kind of spicy. She, oh, the, so is oh, that like your, okay. com- like your comedy? Is that kind of spicy? It's is a little that spicy. I'm, right. I'm, I mean, it's pretty mainstream, my comedy. Okay. But there's some spiciness from other people. <laughs> <laughs> Brie can get a little spicy. She's super spicy. Yeah. yeah. Anthony can get a little spicy. Anthony Sean can, can get a little spicy. Sean can get a little spicy. The famous right. Hadel sisters. So you're like the tomatoes. Like you're like balancing on all yeah, the spice. I'm the tomatoes <laughs> and the salsa. That's not a compliment. <laughs> Everything well, I'm saying put tomatoes is not trying to be an insult. And it's coming out as that. No. I'm glad all my years of emailing you finally paid off. <laughs> Was it worth it? <laughs> Alex Falcone. <laughs> Thank you I'm so much for coming I'm saying it's because of the in. heat. It's not making all my things. Are, I'm trying to give you compliments and they all keep coming out as insults. It's not right. You're welcome. That's what she does every day to me. So it, it <laughs> well, yeah, but you deserve it. Turn into Alex the skit. Just not. go with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were kind of all right. Uh, so, <laughs> Alex, this will not be the last time you were on the show either. You promise? Yes. 
great. Absolutely. Maybe we can go like on. A threat when you say it that. This way. will not be the last time. Alex, maybe you can ask us on your podcast sometime. I would love oh. you guys to do my podcast. Oh my god. Yeah, give great. us a See? give us a crappy book to listen to, we'll and then we'll listen it. to it, and we can all talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll talk about that. That's what's going to happen. I like this idea. All right. For see, sure. now the ball's in your court. Did Tommy Wiseau's football's in your court. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming right at your fa- right at your head, buddy. <laughs> Look out, not woman. <laughs> not woman. How dare you, Greg Nibbler? Not woman. It is true. That is your new name. I can never fight that. Uh, send us an email funemploymentradio at gmail.com give us a call 503-575-9120 thank you everyone for tuning in we will be back tomorrow with more funemploymentradio.com thanks Alex yay (laughs) you're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network